Okay. All right. Um, hello, everybody. Um, good day. Because I'm not going to say good morning or evening. I don't know where you're going to listen to this. So, good day, everybody. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, everyone. We have we have back again. Yeah, after very long, or not so long. We 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 took a we're reflecting. Let's put it that way. We're reflecting, and just as satire is putting out, um, you know, God content out there. Sometimes God calls you and be like, you know what? Come back, come back, come back to the kitchen. Let's cook something. You know, so that's what we're doing. But we're back. We're back. We promise not to leave you again so soon. Anyways, you guys, um, welcome to. Oh yeah. So yes, first of all, Satana's podcast has a new name. It's called. Um... I said you want to do us the honors of telling us what Satana's um, podcast well, name I is. Just, I was just hoping you were going to do that. So um, good day, everyone. Um, welcome to today's podcast i am adeswa and the person who has been speaking is ifunea and yes as as she she already let the cat out of the bag and she 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 asked me to do the honor so um satire's podcast will now be called light of the world and it's been redesigned to address cinetic gritties you know there are some questions you might be having about life in christ you know and um, to correct this impression that um, believers are not able to have fun while um, discussing and pursuing matters of Christ. So we have, um, well, by the leading of God, we have been able to redesign the outlook of the podcast and it's going to be called Light of the World from now. And the podcasts are just going to be between just they're just, they're just going to be um, around ten to fifteen minutes max, so you can listen to it as you are driving to work, in your office, you know, just easy talk. Well, sometimes with strong nature, but easy talk. <laughs> <laughs> I have no promises. Yeah, I have no promises. Well, either way, um, yeah, just like Adiswa has said, we are going to be looking at issues. Don't expect us to have answers for you, Sha, because we are humans just like you. <laughs> but yeah. we're going to be looking at deep issues. And so if for any, uh, you know, at any time listening to the podcast, you can as well send us, you know, questions that you want answered, you know, and all of that. So, yes, there's that. All, all right, right, then. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um. So, uh, yeah, our team for satire for the month. If you are a very avid satire follower, you know that satire gives out um different teams for the month. So, um, our team for the month of June is you are the new thing. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're already asking what is all this one. Which one is you are the new thing? Just listen, we know. <laughs> and so today's topic, we're going to be discussing. Hmm, 
At least I tell them what we are discussing. Let me give you drum roll. I don't understand. You start, you start talking and then you now tell me to to uh, because you, you you are because you are the person that you see now. You know when they are commissioning building, those who like to cut it with scissors. Only commissioning building. Anyway, <laughs> you know that um for this month we are going we are everything that we are going to be doing in satire is all about you being the new thing so you are the new thing so you know interestingly when we read that verse from um, isaiah 43 19 i hope i'm correct that says no, so no behold, one. no, oh, no okay, yes. sorry 19 yeah. yes yeah behold i'm doing a new thing can't you see it can't you discern it and all you know so when when anytime we read through that scripture before i'll just be looking around looking god where's the new thing and you know apparently you have things in your mind that you want to come as the as in you, you know you already have you already have some kind of things and occurrences you want to happen in your life as a new thing and then you keep looking around <laughs> but yeah. But what we have come to realize is that, or rather, let me say personally, I've come to find out that when God announces, oh, you are the new thing, the first thing he changes, the first thing he, he makes new again is you, right? And mm-hmm. so we are here to talk about, you know, from that context, you know, within that context, we want to talk about, um, you being God's own, He says you are mine. What does that even mean? What does that even? Where do we even start from with that? You are mine. Yeah. So we're discussing you are mine on this part, you know, this podcast, and that's taken from Isaiah forty-three verse one. If Okay, so um, Isaiah forty-three verse one. So let us use NIV because we are not Asian people. Um, so it says, but now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. Just imagine, like the creator of the heavens and earth, the person that said that there be light, and there was light, just said, you are mine. Hmm. Amor. That's That's a pause and think on it moment. I know, right? Because <laughs> even like even with my earthly father, eh, like Mr. Isoji himself, like I know the privileges I enjoy from being his child. Yes, I'm his favorite though, just in case people do not know. But he's dragging I, I, I don't know what the relevance was that. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I know the privilege I enjoy from just being his child so how much more the person that now created all of us calling me his own like that's a lot okay that's it that's it that's a big flex man so what do you think though like what do you think very big flex like like guy like like seriously yeah, I, calm down. Oh my calm God. Down, oh my calm God. Down, calm down. I'm calm. I'm calm. I'm calm. I'm calm. I'm calm. Yeah. Remember, we just have 10 to 15 minutes, so be calm. <laughs> yes, I'm calm. <laughs> I know you have some questions for us to tackle so that we could, um, um, uh, what's the word, sufficiently talk about this, um, topic. Yeah. Yes, I do. So, one of the questions is, 
what do you understand when they said you're a new thing in Christ? Like, what does that mean? I know we just talked about the whole flex thing, but what does it really mean to you? Oh, well, the Bible says, um, so I'm not a fan of coming Bible. Let me just tell you all of you. I'm going to try to do better. I know, come armed with scriptures next time, but just follow me. I don't know how to come Bible, but I believe I know what's in the Bible to a good extent, depending on what I want to talk about. So, <laughs> so <laughs> the Bible says that behold, um, all things have passed away. And and you have become new, right? So when so when God so you, so when God comes into your life, the minute you welcome um, God into your life, what I believe happens is that your old self, right? That's old canal self that is so dependent on the physical, that is so flesh minded, and all of that gives way for the person and the spirit of Christ to come and live in you, right? And when that happens, you become new in the sense that you begin to see things the way he sees things. You begin to um, live, you, you begin to live from, a, from a, a point of where Christ is. So in other words, your mind starts changing you know um that's why the bible says be transformed by the constant renewal of your mind and that's through the word of god and you know a lot of things i'm sure one day we'll talk about that but when christ comes in he comes into you with his word of course you're cultivated by reading the bible by believing what is in the bible and believing the things he's telling you daily and all of that and then he begins to draw draw you in in terms of prayer you know, you begin to um, fellowship with him. You begin to actually have the mind of Christ, actually. So when people are saying it is B, you are seeing it from an A point of view because your mind has been re- um, refined. Your heart has been refined. Or rather, somebody else is is living through you. So you, it's like giving God yourself and saying, God, you know what? Come and live through me. I want you to come and show the grandeur of your being through me as your child. There was this um, part in the Bible where um, the Pharisees um, were not happy with Jesus simply because he said he's the son of God. And they said, oh, you say you're the son of God, that means you are claiming to be God himself. And you know, that was a very deep um, accusation for me. And But but as as much as it was an, an accusation, it also enlightened me in the sense that Oh, wait a minute so if i'm the child of somebody that means i'm the person because that is how it was that is what they were telling jesus so yeah so how can you say you're the son of god that means in other words they are saying you are god and that is exactly what happens when you accept christ right you need to accept him you become him you know there are a plethora of um scriptures first corinthians 2 16 um yeah i know that one because I I love that scripture. <laughs> the scripture I'm talking about being the mind of um, having the mind of Christ, and in fact, the whole of that chapter two of First Corinthians. And then, if you want to really, really understand your um, identity in Christ, read the whole of Ephesians, especially chapter one and Romans eight. That will give you more understanding of what it is when you, when you say you have give um, when you say you are a new creature in Christ. I hope that helps. 
Yeah, so two things I got. One is that Omar, the fact that I am like I am the daughter of God or the son of God means that I am I'm literally him. Have Yes, that's it. Yes. Yes. Then two, there we are dropping steady gems for scriptures for you people. Yeah, there are many, there are so many parts in the scriptures. <laughs> there are many parts in the scriptures that that categorically says that that because you are you are in Christ, you are basically Him. That is why I said if you read those scriptures, you know, a combined reading of those scriptures and even many more will let you know that. Um, especially Ephesians one, I love how he put it, saying that because Christ came died rose is now in heaven we too we have died we've risen with him we too we are in heaven on the right hand of god seated in heavenly places with him you know we are able to judge things from that point at the right side at hand of god so that's that Ephesians one is really eye-opening and then there's this prayer that paul prayed from i think from verse 7 or thereabouts, which is something I think a Christian should pray daily, that we should grow in the wisdom and knowledge of him. The prayer was long, but that's something of prayer. So if we read through that um, scripture, you, you would really come to understand, and it's not just read it, read it, mutter it, meditate on it, it will explode in your mind, to become flesh, you know, it will just, it will do something to you. And it will not depart let me, from your let me, just, let, me, let me just stop there to do something to you before you put this girl is a weird but I don't care. <laughs> but it will do something to you. You know, to infuse this confidence in you. Mm. Okay, so um, you, you've talked about yes, mine and all of that and it sounds like oh my god, it sounds so amazing. I mean, being the top of Christ and, you know, being joint heirs with Christ and all that. But how do I become like that? Like, okay, so now, when we go to church, they're like, okay, to come into this reality, you have to accept Christ. So, a lot of people, and by a lot of people, I mean a lot of people, do not understand the accepting and all that because the number of people that come out every Sunday for attack on accepting Jesus. No, 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 no. No, I need to know. I need to know. Let me know whether. I need to be, you know, going out every Sunday to be accepted. This uh, acceptance, you need to go and be renewing it every week. <laughs> Maybe it has turned to subscription that is to finish. Okay. So, so, what's, your, so what's the question? Ah, I don't, just take the part right now that I said that please to come outside. The question is, okay, how do I, like, what are practical ways in which I can accept this Jesus and just know that, yes, it's me and him. Mm. Not that today I am hot. Tomorrow I'm saying I don't know who I belong to. Just knowing that yes, I'm the sheep. That kind of thing. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh. I don't know. This was supposed to be a discussion, but it's like I'm now in the hot seat. But anyway. <laughs> oh yes. Um, <laughs> anyway, so the first thing is to make up your mind. Make up your mind to accept him into your life, and once you've done that, so so this is not rocket science. I'm just saying I'm talking based on what I have experienced. So there is no there's no place written in stone what to do. 
I just thought to give that caveat. So the first thing you should do actually is to um, accept him as your Lord and Savior, right? Don't be afraid. Don't don't be shaky about. No, I don't, you don't know this Jesus. I don't even know where to start from and all. The thing is, the Bible says nobody can come to the Father except through me. You may think it's because you're reading the Bible, you can memorize the Bible, you can pray in tongues for four hours, that's what you are doing. But no, it is because Christ himself has let you come in. If he doesn't give you the grace to do those things, he can't. So don't let anybody bamboozle you into believing that you have to fulfill some kind of requirements before you accept him. Accept Christ first. When you not accept him, he will give you the grace. So there's one thing, and there's something that I see, I know that really helps is this deep desire to want to know him. I always try, I always say that it's good to approach knowing Jesus from the point of falling in love. In the sense that when you fall in love with someone, there's this desire. Nobody needs to come and beg you in the night to call the person. Nobody needs to tell you to, nobody needs to beg you to tell the person, let's go out on a date now, let's or let's talk, or this was how my day went, and all of that. Approach it like that, you know. I know the beautiful thing, Jesus responds to those things. God loves love. We'll talk about God loving love. He's... I don't think anybody can love as much as Christ love. And I don't, I'm not saying it in the sense of love as a word. I'm talking about love as in, even in the ways we think that always oh, romantic and is um, all mushy and all stuff. God can make, get you to feel that way when he begins to show you how faithful, how caring, how mindful, even in the little, little things even in the very, very minute things that you think nobody cares about, he wants to talk about them. So you can approach it from that from that perspective that, okay, I have a new lover. I need to give him time. I need to know about him. I need to, I need to know what is it like and all of that. And that now leads you to the Bible. So other people come to you, into your life with no manual. There's no book to read about them and all of that. But this guy, this God, there is, he has already inspired people to write about him. So he has his word. Read it. Meditate on it. Joshua 1, it says, this book of law should not depart from your heart. I hope I'm quoting the right part. <laughs> it should not depart from your heart. <laughs> you should meditate on it day and night. I hope I, I've said it well. But so you really should know it. Because... If you don't do that, you will know this person that you're loving. And if you don't know the nature of Christ, wahala for you in the sense that people will present all sorts of suggestions as to who Christ is. And you might have no, you will not be able to, you won't have sufficient knowledge grounded enough to say, no, that is not how my God is now. For instance, somebody come and tell me that, that uh, if you don't know this, you are condemned. Me, I'll tell you, no, it's not God that is talking to you. Because in his word it says there's no um there's no condemnation for anybody in Christ so you cannot condemn me. Or somebody comes and says God is so angry with you, he's gonna kill you tomorrow. God cannot see, God doesn't want you to die. That's far from it. He wants you to reign, two different things. And 
I know we're going to talk, and, and then people say, but what about the bad things that happen and all of that? Yes, well, that's not, we're going to, I think that's, we're going to talk about that like next week. Yeah, about she don't give them everything. Let's resume. No, 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 no. I'm just trying to give pre- preliminary. You I'm know, just giving an example so that you testing. know. So that when somebody comes to you and they're saying all sorts of things, you know that, no, that is not how God behaves. That is not how my lover behaves. Please give way. You know, so you have to read his word and then prayer. You have to talk to this person that you love now. You pray, pray, and then when you don't even know what to say, beautiful thing, we have speaking in tongues. So you pray to God, God, baptize me with the Holy Spirit. I bet you that one, he used to answer that prayer quickly before you start speaking in tongues. So you know how you used to write your lover in coded language in secondary school for people that had, um, that were able to write in um, coded language, yeah. Yeah, you and him are now talking in language that only he can understand. Only him can understand. There's nothing more romantic than that, honestly. So I think if you follow those practical steps, and then the next thing that will now happen is he will start speaking to you, and then you start hearing him. You know, and hearing him is so pivotal to this relationship because there's no point if I'm your lover, I'm talking, you cannot hear what I'm saying. And we just come talk, talk. You only just come talk, talk, talk down at me and get out. You are not hearing me. I'm not as in, even if I'm, and I'm supposed to be the most experienced person in this love thing because I created it because that's what some of us do. So we're telling God things and we're not listening to what he's saying. So I think the fourth most important thing you now have to develop is how to hear him because Bible says, my sheep hears my voice. If the voice of a stranger, they will not hear. So how does your lover speak? What's his love language? I think in terms of this hearing, um, if not, we might have to have a special series on hearing God. But two quick tips I like to say is first, always remember that you have dedicated yourself. Now, the only time you can start second guessing yourself when it comes to was that God or was that my mind is when you know that you are one leg in, one leg out. So today, is God tomorrow you are doing your own thing if you are fully in Christ he has possessed all of you the same way we believe through Nollywood that a witch can possess you is the same thing so he will use everything your thoughts your imagination your mind your everything even when something flashes through your mind you know it's him showing you because you are in him so nothing else can permit, can, 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 let me not come and speak in broken grammar, can permit that space. Nothing can permit that space. You know, you have to have faith, you know, and that's the fifth thing. So now you are hearing him, you are knowing what to say. He's showing you pictures, he's showing you visions, he's telling you don't go there, don't do this, don't do that. Yes, at the beginning, as a child, you can test it, like I like to say, test it. You can test it with God, should I go like this or should I go like this? Then you go like this, you go and pass the other way, whatever you jump, take it. Jump. Tomorrow, if it tells you follow like, follow like this, new master, go there. So you can test it the same way we used to go and do exams and cry. I wonder why we don't do that with God, especially when we are getting to know him. The truth is, he's not waiting for you to fail. He wants you to hear his voice. He has things to say. You know, let me stop there until we do the Hearing God series. That's going to be a very, and I think the world needs that series, Hearing God. We need to do it. And so, like I said, the five things, very, very practical. Dedicate your life to him, accept him, get to know him, read your Bible, prayer, start practicing his presence, hearing his voice, 
and then faith so you need to have faith you not only are following a god that is not in the, is not is not man he doesn't exist in this world so there are some things he will tell you that will not make sense and it's normal it can't make sense what makes sense in this world doesn't make sense in god's world or in the supernatural and all of that so if he says go and jump off the cliff <laughs> that is it i'll be jumping just be jumping jump. that means i already provided a cushion but that is extreme though but let me use that that's the example that came because god will not tell you to go and do something that will harm you. Like I said, the last thing God wants to do is to kill you or to make you suffer or any of all of those things. So yes, those are ways by which you can actually give yourself to him. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know about your but I learned a lot. And um, like I said earlier, so first of all, Adisha, thank you for these um, gems and nuggets and yeah. So I don't know about you all though, but I learned a whole lot and you are free. you can send us your comments, your if you have questions, you can always send us your questions, you know. We'll be willing to answer to the best of our abilities, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there was a part you spoke about people answering us our calls every Sunday. I'm sure people will kill us if we don't answer that question. So the thing okay. is I don't think people need to shame people who are not. For me, I always say, if you have to accept Christ every second of the day, don't let anybody feel make you feel bad. Keep accepting him till you get to that level where you know that, that okay, yes. There's nobody marking register. There's nobody, there's no first prize for people that will get to heaven first and alone. So, <laughs> so, yeah. For as long as it makes you feel comfortable and the day you get that conviction, let me not use comfort because some, sometimes following God is not comfortable, most times. When you get that conviction, please, until when you get that conviction, as much as possible, answer an, an altar call. If you are confused, please go and answer. Because it's better for you to answer than for you not to answer and then all sorts of doubts are not coming into your mind. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. So for me, as much as you want, as you can, keep accepting him. One day, one day is coming. I mean, that day will be coming when... Sorry, that day is coming. <laughs> that day is coming when you would just know and you know that you know that yes, this is it, you know, but until then, there is no, like I said, there is no places written, this is how you must do it. If anybody is coming to tell you this, how you must do it, my dear, that is not God. In fact, I think I need to really stress that God does not do this, how you must do it. He's not a straight jacketed person, honestly. He, he's just so sweet, like, it's not a straight jacketed, this is how it is, this is how it must be, and all of those kind of things. No, that's not how. That's not how it is. If there's anybody that is creative in his ways, is God. God of last ten seconds is, is different. He's saying something totally different in this in this minute. So, yeah. Wow. Okay, I still don't agree with other call people, but who am I? <laughs> no, you can say so. No, you can. Maybe maybe next week we need to really. Um, what's the word? Maybe next week um, we should really um, can take two minutes to really discuss the issue. But personally, I feel that with Christ, just do what makes you 
what would take you to that point of conviction where there's no turning back? Yeah. You know, I thought so I, you. I thought you, I thought I True, true. So you know what, guys? When you listen to this episode, you can also tell us what you think. Though, like I said earlier, you can send us your comments, your questions, and we're here for you. God is here for you, Sha. so um thank you guys for listening hope you have you know hope your day goes wonderful and there's a lot of sunshine in your life thank you bye bye